Welcome to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. I'm one of your hosts today, Tom, and I'm joined by my friend and co-host, William. And today we're going to be joined by Teresa Delgado from Disney Vault Talk and Star Wars Bookworms. Thanks for joining us, Teresa. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, these are my two favorite episodes. So yeah. Oh, and we cannot wait to talk to you about these episodes. So, yeah, they, they were so much fun and love to hear your thoughts, especially mm-hmm. since they're your favorites. This is going to be a fun episode. But first, sadly, Stephen couldn't join us today. Um, we found out before the show started that he was tapped to direct episode nine. Yeah. So wow. he's, uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, he, he will not be here. Yeah, he's yeah he's he's a he's a big shot. Yeah, he's got a lot of production work to do on this. I'm pretty sure that he's going to be designing ships that he can get some Legos out of. <laughs> <laughs> we know yeah. Stephen; he likes his Legos. Oh, he does. He does. No, yeah, you know he obviously, uh, you know, he, he is not directing episode nine, but you know who is? Uh, JJ well, Abrams. Uh, there you go. Dive right into the announcement. This is this is a big one. Uh, earlier this week, it was announced that J.J. Abrams will be taking over the reins for Star Wars Episode Nine. This is following Colin Trevorrow's exit uh, last week. Um, Teresa, what what do you think about this? Do you, are you excited to have J.J. Abrams back? I am like so excited. I wasn't sad when Colin, who I like to call Trevor Trevorrow, I don't know how to say his last name left I was like okay that I don't really care but I was actually thinking about it and I'm like man who would be good and I said well we haven't seen Ryan Johnson yet so if they said Ryan Johnson if episode 8 isn't great then you know hmm. but when they said J.J. Abrams I was like okay I can I can do that yeah I, I think he did such a great job with The Force Awakens and I know some people uh, complained that it was similar to you know a new hope I, I honestly it didn't bother me at all and i think i think it had to be somewhat similar to draw the fans reignite the fan base draw people back in uh, and then they can go do some new stuff so i'm, I'm really excited to, excited to see how he takes it my biggest surprise has just been the backlash online from some people which has just and been that, unfortunate that surprises me too i do not understand it because i've seen people write you know the backlash of, oh, copy-paste, copy-paste. It's like, no, he did perfect with the first movie. He had to bring in the people, the original fans, bring in the new people. I thought he did I thought he did a wonderful job with the first movie. I don't think he's going to do that for episode nine. No, I, I, I think he'll, be, he'll, he'll, he'll go take a different route for episode yeah. nine. And I think he did what he needed to do in the first one. And I mean, let's be honest. It's one of the top movies of all time. Yeah. So it's got an amazing score on Rotten Tomatoes, like 92, 93%, right? Um, you know, bill, billions of dollars. Like it's, it's not, um, it's not like he, uh, you know, <laughs> filmed a, a, a clunker or something. It was, it was great. And so I cannot wait to see what he's doing with episode nine. Yeah, uh, no, along I those lines, I, mean, I don't uh-huh. understand the backlash either, like at all. And I guess I do in a way, because I know a lot of people are fighting for, 
female directors, and I totally understand that, but I'm in more of the camp of get whoever is best for the film, mm-hmm. not just get somebody to get someone. Right. And I think he had a very, very specific job to do with The Force Awakens, and he did it. And so now Ryan Johnson gets to experiment with eight and do some stuff that we haven't seen in Star Wars. And then I think J.J. Abrams is going to get to be able to do amazing stuff. Plus, I feel like it's right for him to close out Ray's story. Yeah. Since he's Mm -hmm. opened it. He kind of kicked it off. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting if he closes out the story. Is he going to leave threads for a continuation or is he given the directive of, you know what, this part of Star Wars is now done. So you, since you opened this original, I mean, this third trilogy, now you get to close it and you get to close it and put a bow on it. And this part of Star Wars is over. And that is a good jumping off point for different stories within the universe. I, so I, Teresa, I don't know if you want to take this, but mm. uh, I, okay. I, I don't I think can. if you want. Okay. Uh, then I'll say my thoughts, but go ahead. I'm okay with the end of the Skywalker saga as the, I don't know what you would call it because it's not a trilogy and it's not, you know, all nine movies. Like I'm okay with the end of that and the end of whatever's going on with Ray, that kind of stuff. And I'm okay with starting a new chapter. That's not necessarily the one-off spinoff type films, but, and you know, something that can flow into several movies I'm okay with that because the galaxy is so big. There's got to be other people that aren't involved somewhere somehow, but I don't want to lose the Jedi and the force. If that makes sense. Oh, I, I so totally I don't agree know with you. how possible that is, but well, I think that's they where can, my head is. And they might, and I mean, who knows? And this is a much longer discussion that we don't really necessarily have to do right now, but you know, we don't know that, um, Ray is even a Skywalker or Solo right now. We we think she might be, but we don't know. And it could be that that's how they do it, right? They they kind of hand off the, they, they they pass the torch on to Ray, or you know, in, in in this trilogy, and then the next trilogy maybe goes to someone else, right? And and they still continue the story, but they wrap up the big points, just like they did in, you know, the, in the prequels or the original trilogy. They wrapped up the story for the most part, but there were still many many plot threads and <clears throat> things to to continue on uh, into the next trilogy so i don't think they're gonna i think they're gonna make another trilogy after the, after this i, I can't mm-hmm. see them not no i i always from my perspective of growing up within this universe back when the F- star wars came out i've always heard it's always been planned as a nine nine episode arc just about the skywalkers right <clears throat> so and if that's going to be the case I have no problem with J.J. Abrams, basically. Like I said, he started this third trilogy. I have no problem with him taking it and putting a bow on it and wrapping up the story. I don't know who else they could have got. I mean, they've thrown out Steven Spielberg as the possibility. That may have been the hope. You know, the only other person I could see doing it, possibly, if Ron Howard is good enough for Han Solo, let Ron Howard do episode nine. But I think grabbing J.J. Abrams to wrap it up I have no problem with it. I like like it's been mentioned. I don't understand the backlash at all. Yeah, he he. I think he was the right choice because he's 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 safe. He's created a Star Wars movie already. He's easy to work with. He 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 knows the material. 
And so he's the perfect choice, especially when they're, you know, already into the, the process. Yeah. Uh, they did, however, push the movie back a few months from May 24th, 2019 to December 20th, 2019. Yes. So back to a December. Yeah, I have no problem with that either. I'm so – there's something about Star Wars at Christmas time that just makes me so happy. <laughs> okay. Is it because of the merchandise that's going to be available for Christmas? Just kidding. Yeah. Duh. No. It's also <laughs> – School lets out right around the same time that they mm. are releasing the movies. So then I'm free for several weeks where I can just go to the movie theater over and over and over again. That's and true. I Versus like late May where I'm sure you're st- it's not quite done with school yet. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes it a bit harder, uh, especially for, for educators and stuff. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Well, um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. We'll we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens, but it, I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you who's not excited. Who's not? I'll tell you Who? who's not excited. The movies oh, that oh. were slated for. Oh for yeah, that so time those frame. ten holes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know which movies are on that uh, are on the docket for uh, December 2019 yet, but I'm sure they are all scattering to the winds. I'm. They're all I'm like, sure. Oh. I'm sure oh, by our shoot. next podcast, we would probably find out which movies moved from that date, because I think right now we need to move on with the episode. But I'm pretty sure we'll be hearing, oh, yeah, this movie decided to vacate the 20th of 19, and this one decided to vacate, yeah. and we'll hear about it. It sounds like uh, right now it's only um, Wicked, Masters of the Universe, and Wonder Woman 2, uh, currently slated for December 2019. Um so Wicked? we'll see yeah okay uh, a family movie and then yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens if they if they if they move but uh i i'm gonna yeah. put money on i loved wonder woman i'm gonna put money on warner brothers is gonna move wonder woman i think so. I, I think yeah i think, I think so. that yeah. it's only one week before that's too close yeah i i'm It'll pretty cannibalize sure it's it. yeah yeah because it's it, a very it, similar when, audience yeah, and it was such a great movie. I really think Warner Brothers is going to want to protect that protect that sequel. I think they'll move it. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well, um now I think we're going to dive into the episode cuz this was this was a fun one. Yep. Um we have uh Tom, uh, do you want to do the the rundown? Sure. Uh, in this one, we're going to be talking about The Freemaker Adventure season 2 episode 8, The Pit and the Pinnacle. This was written by John God, I hate trying to pronounce last names. John Benke and directed by Michael Hegner. Um, This is a really brief synopsis. Uh, Rowan is drawn to a planet rich in kyber crystals. So if you guys want to go over to Disney, watch Disney XD, log yourself in, go to the Pit and the Pinnacle episode, go through all the commercials first. And when we, we normally do a three, two, one countdown, right, William? Yes, yes. Okay. Everybody uh, pull up uh, Disney XD. Uh, make sure you fast forward through all the commercials, like Tom said, and uh, get ready to uh, hit play. Or, or you know, if you've bought it on some other service, you can just hit play. Yep. That also works. And uh, we're going to start it. So, everybody ready? I'm good. Teresa? Ready to go. Cool. You awesome. Count, count it. Okay, well... And we're going to three, two, one now. Okay, so starting in three, two, one now. Oh god, this scene was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 uh, 
them watching Rowan is uh, distracting, right? (laughs) And they're whispering. Yeah, I like how they're whispering. It's just the three of them in the room. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really going to be that distracting. Yeah, well, their faces (laughs) are great. Yeah, Cordy and Xander's faces, they're smiling like, anything yet? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, we've got Roger... God, Being absolutely crazy or typical Roger. Yeah. With the Cantina song. Yeah. Oh, this is okay. This is, oh. this is good too. So they're like, let me punch a button. <laughs> punch a button. This this like this reminds me of, you know, uh you know, uh you know, watch keep your distance, but don't look like you're keeping your distance. I I don't know. I love casual. that line. Right. The only thing totally normal like about that the like, makers uh, is nothing that's normal. Yeah. Uh, so he uses the force finally. He's thinking. All it took was for them to argue, which unfortunately is uh Well, it's normal for, for the course. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes for better better. Uh, show here comes Mark. arguing. You know, and I haven't gotten to talk to you guys about him. Do you do you like him? Mock? Yeah, well, like, I mean, do you like the character being introduced into the series, or do you feel like he's just a sort of pain-in-the-butt distraction? I I have no problem with him, because I think when it comes to this show, he's a pretty decent villain. I mean, you have to... What other what other character other than the, the Sith girl from the first season could you have Nari. going after Rowan? Yeah, Nari, sorry. Um... It's true, but I keep there's something about him that just annoys me a lot of the time Mm -hmm. where I almost want him to be less robotic and more human, maybe. Yeah, Mm yeah, I I mean, I was actually supposed to say he is a little bit robotic, even though like he literally is a robot. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, yeah, I, I don't know, like, I don't, I think he he works well enough for this show since it's mm-hmm. a little bit less serious um but yeah if it was like i don't know rebels or something he would it, he doesn't exactly uh i mean he he loses a lot um and yet keeps coming back and i know that i've said in the past that that can sometimes hurt the villain if he's constantly <laughs> you know sorry no. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine talking, asking him about the weather, and saying he doesn't care about the weather is is, is pretty. That was, uh, how do you how do you always start a conversation from? The, would you ever expect the emperor to first question to come out of his mouth? How's the weather out there? No. See, that's the best thing about the emperor in this show, and Trevor Duvall does such a wonderful job playing him. It's just, it's like, oh my god, <laughs> the stuff he I love says. Emperor. Yeah, it's so like off the wall and unemperor, and yet also totally fits him somehow. And and again, for me, that's what works with this episode. I mean, with this show, it's the Lego humor. Yeah, and it's acceptable. It is. It is. And uh, and I you know I like how they they throw in little little things, l- the Lego details into the mm-hmm. into the episode, which is always nice. Here we've got the. Uh, <clears throat> Oh, oh, the ship's crashing. They do a lot of crash landing. They do. Or as uh, Obi Wan say, another happy landing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> he was about to go into his little thing. Another smooth landing for Xander Freeman. No. <laughs> Superstar pilot guy. Xander's my favorite character. So Really? Oh yeah. He's he's pretty great. Wow. I like the whole concept of like you know, it, it's kinda like Ilum, but not. This is more Kyber Crystals almost in the in the dirt. Um but they're all too small. Just need to make a kyber crystal forge, right? What's interesting is why haven't why hasn't Vader found this planet? Hmm. You know. You kind of broke up there. Oh, sorry. I said, "What's why hasn't Vader found this planet?" That's the weird thing for me. Well, because maybe he's not as attuned to kyber crystals as um, Rowan is. Possibly, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's it's that's an excellent question. Um, I mean, we see in other parts of the the canon now. He's Vader is going to all the planets, finding kyber crystals whenever he can. Um, I'd be curious how they like exactly where this because I'm trying to remember. Do we get the name of the planet? Um, it's been a while since I've watched it. I can't remember. I, I don't. I don't think we do. Uh, so I'd be curious, like, it's possible just, I mean, the galaxy is very vast, and in this case, Rowan did kind of use the force to find the, um, to, to, to find the, the planet, but maybe Vader isn't, isn't, wasn't as lucky in this case. Yeah, and so now we're getting to, like, the really big moment, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's Cordy and, and her little brother and she can obviously tell that he's really upset. Yeah. And I, 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 I think this show just does such a great job. It Hmm. almost feels, uh, (laughs) did you hear that? You know, Roger's actually probably one of my favorite characters. I just love how insane Roger is. He takes like, the you know quote unquote annoying battle droid to like the nth level and just is hilarious. Minox, I love Minox it. Minox are are scarier in Lego form, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yes. Also, I thought Minox Minox only lived in space, but I guess they are. Uh, oh God, registering mixed feelings about you at the moment. Jeez, oh, that is a cool shot right there. Oh, I love that. It's almost yeah. like uh, was it Apocalypse Now or something, where the the helicopters flying out of the yes, Apocalypse the Now. Sun. Yep. Yeah, I love that with all the Minox though. And this cave just looks really cool. It does look a little bit, you know, m- man-made, but not quite a natural okay, cave. Okay, but Rowan, there's crystals all around you. I mean, can't you just merge them all together? He's looking for a big one. Go big he go, hasn't or go home. He has figured it out yet. You have to remember he's like 12. <laughs> well, yeah, true. You know, that's an excellent point. It's always so hard to remember that he's 12. Mm-hmm. I always think he's older. Even though I know he's not. Turn to the forest. Turn to this the is where it gets cool. I, I think this... This scene looks... Uh, it's like, use your critical thinking skills. 
It's a learning teaching moment. Oh, hey, yeah. look at the floor. Well, I like how Cordy's like, please tell me you're doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Just visually and the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the heck is up? And then you get above. the Jedi logo, which is like, oh uh, my gosh. Get some chills. And and again, I still love how the episode always ties back to the Lego form. Yeah. Where you see like the little studs, especially when the circles are coming down from the ceiling, they look like it was like the bottom of a Lego or the studs from the top yeah. of a Lego. It's great. The the one thing I thought was uh odd is that Cordy says like I hope we can get back out uh, Rowan literally just used the force to turn the room around can't he just turn it back turn the room the other way <laughs> right counterclockwise well maybe people that don't have the force they just think they don't think that that's way. true that's maybe. a good point I don't know she's pretty smart though you would think yeah. she would be able to put the, all that together yeah like oh he turned it so <laughs> therefore he can reverse it I don't know Rogers just shakes the Minoc. Shoot him, shoot him. Oh. He could have shot him in the air. Notice the Minoc Uh rolls out of the way. Yeah. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. And this is, I think, a new thing that we never really knew about in the past. The kyber crystals can explode. All right. We've seen them in the past. I didn't know that was a real thing. Yeah. That they explode? Well, when you think about, like... I knew the Death yeah, Star. Yeah, I don't think they're literally. Ex- obviously. That's a good point. I wonder if the Death Star. Ex- no, I don't think the Death Star explosion though, was caused by the reactor. Right. The not, reactor the, not the fact that it was a. Um, uh, not the fact that it was like the kyber crystal itself exploding. But I don't know. I guess you could make the argument that the kyber crystal was in the reactor and maybe that's kind of how it works. But it's interesting to see how, like, even the Lerman walk around with kyber crystals or, like, you know, Jin has a kyber crystal. You're just walking around with an explosion, you know. You're, you're walking around with, like, a Galaxy uh, Note 7 on your uh, on your person. <laughs> Sorry. Talking to the backside of a Bantha. Sorry, we're... It, the Emperor's back again. I know, I can't. The Emperor's uh, deserves all attention. I love the Emperor. <clears throat> He's like, what? What is the XS XS XXS23, whatever it is? <laughs> Thread tracker. XX23S. <laughs> huh. <laughs> uh, I love it. It took him this long. I love that <laughs> I I love that uh, my MOC is like Vader never accept, never accepted my, re- my his request for this device, and therefore he can't find the Freemakers. <laughs> it's like it's the Imperial politics, right? He, Vader never checked the box in the, on this form, so I can't do my job. That's uh, why again, he's a robot. Yeah, through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that's amazing he's like what's the status of the Death Star and the search for Skywalker he's like these are complicated questions they deserve a thorough and then an officer comes in 
Crush saved, saved by the, by the rebellion. <laughs> Instead of saved by the belt. I love it. Saved by the rebellion. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. This is a, a kind of a cool room too. There's all this junk on the ground, and then we get the smoke, which uh, which actually looks really good again. You know, because they they they're able to blend these. But it kind of like, there mm-hmm. you can see options. all the studs and stuff, and all yeah, the yeah, broken I, I bricks. Yeah, I know we talked about that in the past, but it, it looks like rubble, but it also looks like Lego pieces at the same time, mm-hmm. and. You know, even things like the smoke and the kyber crystals, they're just able to merge these things so well. You don't notice that they're combining two different types of elements. I like how it's like they're referencing back to the force builder. It's like, this is a job for a force builder. I love that term. I wish that was a truly canon term. Mm-hmm. A force builder. And then he's he builds a super skinny thing. <laughs> I'm like, where- well. What is happening? Where did you learn your building skills? No, I think the problem is he just doesn't have well, enough pieces. And so he's true. trying his best. I don't know how he got up there in the first place without it falling over. Um, but we're, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll skip that because I think. Yeah. Well, the one, the one thing you guys missed, and I, I do love this show. When he fell the first time, he adjusted his hair. It was yeah. like adjusting his Lego <laughs> oh, piece yeah. hair. It just, again, they used, they used the Lego world such to their advantage they really do they really do or like when the minoc you know hits the uh the the window roger like completely jumps in the air and flips upside down yeah <laughs> you know ah. <laughs> did roger just set himself up he did he totally did he's yeah he's like why am i saying this out loud i can see this i i know where this is going Cordy is a uh, great at providing encouragement too. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, we're gonna die here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I need to pr- prove it. Oh, I like that. Hours. You already built a ladder. I have the bruises to prove it. Pretty great. Pretty great. This is cool though. Now he starts to like, think outside of the box and create this cool platform. See, and I had the first time I Trust. saw this and I saw the the different circles on the ground, I was like, You're supposed to use those, I think. Mm-hmm. But that's well, maybe that's my my he's Lego 12, building brain. And you're a teacher and build Legos. <laughs> it's true. He he's not quite as creative yet. And of course to he knows room. what he's doing. Wee. This room reminds me a lot of the end of Rebels season two in some ways. Yes. yes. You know, the the big underground uh planet with like the, the yep. almost like a hole in the sky. I'd and be it curious. Also, it also has the Indiana Jones type feel to it as well, because you've got the chasm that he's got across. Oh totally. I love the whole concept of I, don't, I want to learn more about who who were who were the Jedi that built all these old temples and why did they build them like this? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And like un, it's underground, or at least in this giant mountainside. Some cool stuff. And all these puzzles. How do we get over there? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, Roger's like got it. Okay, Roger. <laughs> Big dumb rocket. I, w- I want Xander's little gun that he uses to put things together. That would oh, make yeah. building. Why? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love how he even has like little wings <laughs> on his arms. It's great. <laughs> Check out and like Yummy Boba Fett can fly around. <laughs> oh my god, I love Roger's bait is amazing. And of course, Cordy be the one to talk about maintenance issues. She should train these guys how to conserve power better. And uh... <laughs> this was cool. Yes. How he's able to basically use this the three the three blocks to create this bridge with the forest and hold himself in the air. Well, you can say it goes along with him being a forest builder. He's able to yeah. do that. Well, I, I've always thought in the past, like, why don't Jedi do this normally? Right. Um, that's really cool. And what's interesting about this is I feel like we've seen this in some other fantasy type movie before, but I can't figure out which one. You're right. It's not like a new concept necessarily. And it, and he he does lose one of the pieces, making it a little bit more perilous, but and at the same time like I guess he could also just move the one he's on. Yeah, I was going to say, couldn't he just float it up? But the peril would not be there if he was just able to get on one of those and float up. Yeah. So he gets the holocron with Master Cantu. He's like, this is dumb. Where's my crystal? I do love Michael Did they ever do a Lego of him? Score, which is great. Of who? Master Cantu? Yeah, Master Cantu. I don't think so. I don't, yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> you have to Surprise. build it. If you, you build it, build. they will come. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow. That's so cool to see the planet yeah. divided in half, spinning in space. Mm-hmm. That's a unique one, right? Because we've seen planets like cut in half. We've seen planets that are, you know, destroyed, but never like sliced in half, but almost unchanged. Other than that, you know, it's 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 still like orbiting correctly. It's just mm-hmm. sliced in half. It's a very cool visual. <laughs> I love that line from Cordy. So boo and yay. <laughs> <laughs> also so true it is i've seen i've seen so, like if that's something that someone would you know you'd, you'd say to your friends sometimes uh so I well i i use the word boo for bad stuff i'm like boo <laughs> right exactly and if someone said i have good news or good news bad news i could totally see someone say boo yay <laughs> poor rowan he looks so sad. Well, I mean, this you're, is you're the looking moment at a right kid here. Who's got like this is your favorite moment? Mm-hmm. It's because she's making a very good point. You know, if, if they don't do anything, he's going to win. Mm-hmm. And if we just sit here, he's going to win. And if we don't, you know, we have to do something. 
and he's yeah. feeling very intimidated and he's feeling very self-conscious and like, he's just doesn't know what to do because he's so young and she doesn't say a whole lot of like, you're awesome. You're the best, blah, blah, blah. She appeals to his insecurities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and kind of gives him the confidence to like, or not just the confidence, but he realizes that he has to do something. Otherwise no one else will. And, and so he steps up to the, he steps up to the plate and, and is able to build that kyber crystal. And boy, does that look cool. That's a crazy. And back to the comedy of Roger being chased by Minox. <laughs> Appreciate my heroic sacrifice. Oh, God. I like that. This is the end, and no one will ever, will ever appreciate. Aww. It's not the end. <laughs> no one will appreciate my sacrifice. Yeah. Minox ball. <laughs> I like that. It's not the end, but we appreciate you anyway. And, and the return of Becky Smoochenbacher. Uh, that's the best. Becky Smoochenbacher. Uh, they better pay that off. Hint, hint. <laughs> that was a fun episode. Yes. And I, I have to say, I love Michael Kramer's um, score for this. It is just so good. You such a good and job that with was things. an awesome episode. That was fun. It was. It was. It really. There's heart and there's funniness and there's a point to the story. One of the things I like about Freemaker Adventures is it's not one-off episodes like sometimes we got with the Clone Wars or sometimes we get with Rebels. Mm-hmm. Each one is flowing into the next one, mm-hmm. and I like that serialized. And yet it's easy enough for people to just kind of come in and and pick up. Yeah, Um, it really is. But, uh, like, uh, (coughs) Stephen, cough. Um, I'm I'm kidding. Uh, It's easy (laughs) for anyone to come in and and, and pick up. But, um, and yeah, it keeps that serialized nature so that you're not just the one-off episodes or the ones that are just seemingly random and don't connect to the rest of the story just always drive me crazy and and rebels or whatever. Although it sounds like uh, the the fourth season will not have that as much. It'll just be. Uh, I think rebels story. season four is going to be very much each thing impacts the next thing. It's going to yes. have to because it's going to be building all the way to the end of the series. So each one is going to build and build and build. So it's going to be probably one big cohesive story. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, there's I'm no very... way for them to do it any other way other than mm-hmm. that. Yeah. No. 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 And I'm excited. Uh, so that's gonna be that's gonna be great. But uh, next up, we have Flight of the Arrowhead. Yes. Uh, we, we, yeah. We've, we've. I like this one. Me too. I, it was a. It was a great episode. I would yeah. still love to get myself a Lego that Arrowhead. I've actually thought about that too, and you know, I'm a I'm a big Lego fan, but there just hasn't been a whole lot that has come out lately that I really want mm-hmm. from Star Wars. And not because of any particular reason, just it's been a lot of vehicles and things, and I'm not as much of a vehicle person, but I would love an arrowhead. It seems like a lot of it has just been, a, um, not going to say a rehash, but it's stuff to where it's like, I agree. 
I'd like to see something different. The Biker Scout, the buildable Biker Scout, I did buy because I love it because I have the original model kit back when I was a kid and they released it. I have that original kit and then I bought the Black Series with the Biker Scout and then now I've got the Lego buildable. So I've got like three different versions of it. So I had to buy that, but I'm not up for buying any more of the buildables, even though they're cool. Um, right. And like I mentioned to William before the show, I bought the uh, Captain Rex ATTE because it was it was on sale at Walmart for sixty bucks, and it's a hundred fifty dollar kit, mm. so I had to buy that. Um. So, but yeah, when it comes to the vehicles, it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to be doing for um, Last Jedi, and then the Han Solo. Supposedly, they've leaked names. Or things of what's coming out for the Han Solo, but that's about it. Spoilers. Well, no, nothing spoiler. I'm just kidding. I think one of no, yeah, I know. <laughs> Did you guys see the episode of the Star Wars show this week where they sort of made fun of all the people that are like anti-spoiler? No. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really it was funny. Great. It was great. I haven't actually watched that show in a while. Really? Why not? Uh, I don't have the time. As bad as it sounds, there's other things that I've been I've been watching. Um, I see it's there. I know that they got nominated for an Emmy, which I which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, congratulations again to them. Yeah, congratulations on doing that. Um, but I just I watched the first couple episodes and then it was like nothing against it. Just haven't really watched it. Yeah. I don't usually well, it, watch it the day it comes out, but I get to it by the weekend recently. When the show first started, I didn't really watch it, but I would say within the last, I don't know, three to four months, I watch it every week. Yeah, I like it. They, they try to break news on it, which is nice, or at least be timely. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I really think like really- the addition of Anthony Carboni. I think that's when that happened. It, I was like, I watch this more now. Really? Mm-hmm. He's funny to me because he's just ridiculous. (laughs) He is definitely ridiculous. I think it's cool that Lucas is able to do a show like that to actually take you inside the studio for that kind of thing. I mean, how many other studios out there are doing a show like this to where it's done by the company? Yeah, not not a lot. I mean, some do, but they they do have great production values too. So that's really nice. Yeah, but... You know that that's, you know, as much as I love the Star Wars show, we're not the, uh, the you know, we're not we talk Star Wars show. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, sure. But uh, no, we we have another episode of Freemaker Adventures for you. Uh, so coming up, we have Freemaker Adventures season two, episode nine, Flight of the Arrowhead. This was written by Ron Crisillo and directed by Russ Carney. And this episode, the Freemakers must, spoiler alert, build the Arrowhead. So it all starts to come together in this episode, which I'm very, very excited about. So hopefully everyone has had a chance to queue up the the video and, and get ready because we are going to dive into this uh, very, very soon. Good I don't know about you guys. I, I, I like this episode, too. So I think it's going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be really, really, really cool. Uh, any thoughts before we uh, we get started? Quarry's back. Yes. There are some really cool moments in this. Just Lieutenant Valeria, Xander moments. 
things I really love. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and, and I like the ship. I do too. And so I think it's time to go see it. So if everybody's ready, <clears throat> we're going to start the countdown. You ready? Go here. Awesome. Okay, here we go. Starting in three, two, one, now. Ah, hyperspace. Love the shots of hyperspace. Is anybody getting nervous watching the crystal float around since we just saw that they explode and it's like swinging and I'm like, oh, God. It's not very secure, but then again, it might be like intentionally floating around because, you know, you don't want to jostle it too much. And so you got to have it on some, you know, Oh, no, right in the middle of a battle with the crystal going back and forth. Oh God, Roger! <laughs> He's like, bye. <laughs> this probably this Force pulled it back. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Xander oh, Freemaker, Daredevil pilot. He's a, a Daredevil dogfighting pilot guy. <laughs> Xander needs to tone back a little bit on the ego, just a little bit. <laughs> no, but see, the best part about it is that he's Uh-oh. not as talented oh. as he thinks he is. Oh, exactly. You know? That's what makes it so he's amazing. He's not as talented as he thinks he is. So he's so he has this really high opinion of himself. That's what makes it funny, and that's why I love yeah. it. Is because I'm like, oh, poor Xander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you're you're so right. It's so scary to see that Kyber crystal like swing all the way one side or all the way to the other. Oh, he, he goes again. Santa Freemaker, Uh-oh. Daredevil. Three Star Destroyers. Eat his words, guy. <laughs> Santa Freemaker, Daredevil, eat his words, guy. Oh, that's the best one. Oh, it's great. It's just I great it. writing. I think part of for Xander, too, it's his voice from Eugene Berg when he starts to trail off and he gets all high pitched and he's like, eat his words, guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's so great. And of course, oh, no. Uh, hey, Cordy dumping the salvage actually worked, even the... though it wasn't a. Uh, <laughs> it's like throwing away money. You get that right? Yeah, she's. <laughs> yeah, but but she, think of it this way: she it loves worked. her salvage. It did, it did, but doesn't mean that she's happy about it. She's very practical, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She very she she is like it doesn't matter whether she's trained the rebellion how to save power. Oh, <laughs> it's good. Corey's like, oh my god! <laughs> nice catch. Uh, yeah. Oh, great, nice job, Corey. Pretty kaboomy. Wait, who trusted Roger with the Kyber crystal? Like, seriously, who thought? Let's give the droid the Kyber crystal, and he jumps on oh! the swing in front of the X-wing. <laughs> oh, it's great. That's uh, great. <clears throat> How are they going to build the arrowhead and uh, make sure it has enough shields? We need a pilot of an extraordinary skill. Wait, me. Me, me. (laughs) (laughs) Chromium nerves and Nexu reflexes. (laughs) I'm so flattered flattered. and ready. (laughs) Uh, That's great. Nerf herder. What's the arrowhead? I gotta get Lieutenant Valerian to help. Ah, there we go. Okay. Ah, look at that. Were you guys show. thinking the arrowhead was gonna be bigger when you saw the trailers initially? Or like at, at celebration? Mm, I don't think they had I thought it was gonna be like opinion. this massive, almost like Star yeah. Destroyer sized ship. 
which doesn't make any sense for the time period, but uh wiring y wing right into the bay <laughs> they haven't fine tuned the steering yet this isn't even <laughs> rough tuned <laughs> at least she's able to like course correct well she's like feather the accelerator do this do this and do lean. this I'm like what are you saying <laughs> well the funny exactly. thing is it's like she also has to lean to the right well it's like when you're shooting a gun you know and the the sight is off you just like adjust a little bit. Or it's like what happens when I'm playing Mario Kart. I like turn with my controller. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which uh, you don't have to do, by the way. No, but when I was a kid, I thought it helped. I really did. And then the <laughs> Wii know. version so came out. So many people do. And then it kind of did when, help. It did help when with the Wii version. <laughs> <laughs> they were just training everyone. I think they did that on purpose because they knew everybody did that beforehand. Yeah. Messy people. Little barrel rolling. There we go. It always amazes me how the star scavenger can move through space. <laughs> oh Look God. at Roger. He's got a Sorry. pillow on his Roger, back. <laughs> he's got a giant pillow on his back to help prevent the... I, I think he's like... I mean, he's very lucky that he's the one who's hitting the wall and not the crystals, though. Yeah, but I love crystal, that he yeah. has a giant pillow on his back. It's, I completely missed that the first time I watched. The so show. did I. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Too many wires. Uh, it's amazing. But sorry, you, you were saying you're always surprised by how the uh, arrowhead can fly over. Or the star scavenger because it, it looks so big and bulky and yet it can do all these acrobatic yeah but things. it's you could look at the falcon the same way it it's space space is star wars space is is weird now so this there, i was not expecting yeah i was not Neither expecting was I. to come back here i thought it was really cool they're actually tying in jakku <laughs> oh really nothing there but sand we get some hepaboras yellow sand yellow sand oh. <laughs> hope it's not like yellow snow <laughs> sand uh, with an off yellow glow <laughs> yeah and I, I just love that they're back I love yeah. Dupin and Plume, Plume Striker Durpin. they're the best it, like, <laughs> let's go for a delightful ice cast. <laughs> After your crystal, yeah, commanding non commanding non officer. <laughs> How do they have sub ensign? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing! I I love how far these guys have fallen over the course of this series. They went from such high up Imperial officers to now Ensign and Sub-Ensign on patrolling Jakku on uh, Hepabors. Uh-oh. Oh, there went oh. the ship. Oh, it landed over there. Ah, oh, Xander. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. That is... Well, that's yeah, <laughs> I 
amazing. <laughs> like they're so bored, all they can oh! do is categorize the color of the sand, and Something then get hit, hit by debris. It's Akbar. <laughs> this episode's great because it has these hilarious moments built in with all this serious stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I love Akbar in this series too. <laughs> that was not reassuring. <laughs> that was not reassuring. Oh, this is kind of cool too. Yeah. The way they're just rebuilding the entire ship. What's funny about it is that it, it took them all those episodes to build it and now it gets destroyed and they're like, eh, we'll rebuild do it, it again. In the middle Only of the space much battle. faster. Yeah. This is great though. I cannot wait. They're going to. They have to go meet uh, up with our favorite Imperial officers. <laughs> what is up with the descriptions of sand color? Yellowish and beige. Everyone loves those. What about like, we need like a purple sand planet or something. <laughs> we found like a chic. Yeah, we found them everywhere. Am I forgetting anywhere? Space. Space. <laughs> Yeah. Are those uh, the only Cordy. times we, they've seen them? I feel like they've seen them more than that. Uh, nope. That was... <laughs> they just shoot their blasters at... <laughs> oh, good. Hair on Roger. He always ends up with hair somehow. And they're captured. <laughs> Muckwogs, that's a new one. <laughs> Promotion equals responsibility. Responsibility like equals you have failed me for the last time. <laughs> 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 he does his best Vader Force joke impression. <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, uh, Cordy said it's way dumber. Her plan's way dumber. And they constantly, the two officers constantly fight about how little they should do. Oh, this is great. I love yes. this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cordy has a bucket on her head with a Vader mask crudely painted on the bucket. It mm -hmm. pretends to be Vader and calls Plumes Promotion related. It's great. It's so amazing. Okay. Question. When you guys are watching this, mm -hmm. did you think they had bought it? Yeah. Do you think they bought her ruse? Yeah. No, I thought they Initially, bought it. I totally did. Yeah. I was like, they're so stupid. Of course that they bought that it's Vader. And like now, you know, she's standing on the top of this hill wearing her, you know, her horrible costume. Uh, and they, they believe that he really is Vader. Like, and they want her to step in the light, but <laughs> I like that. <laughs> can't even like dark side kind of girl. I mean, guy. Yeah. Uh, it's so. It's so bad. It perfectly. Real and then, lightsaber. Thankfully, 
they do knew they knew it was her the whole time uh and they they are able to capture her <laughs> you did <laughs> okay so sorry one of them knew it was her all along and that made me feel better cuz like okay i know they're dumb but they're not well one of them but is they're not, not that, that dumb, dumb. Right? <laughs> i wouldn't i would be okay with them being that that dumb but Me it's too, always, but I love that one of them striker. Plume Striker is the one that's a little smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Durpin is, well. Durpin's just. Derp. Oh, this, I love his, this. His name is this. Durpin. Yeah. But I love this. It's like they make it look like they're going really fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it's. it's <laughs> and the hippopores are going like two, you know, one mile an hour. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry. They're getting away. <laughs> Uh, they said to hop off and run because it'll be faster. Oh, it's so good. Mm, they got away. <laughs> <laughs> he, hate, he doesn't want to go after him so much. He's like, oh, guess they got away from us. Time for dinner, right? Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. At least one of them cares. I like that. I'm impressed <laughs> with you, Freemakers. Impressed you're still alive. So true. We wonder that. I like their giant construction scoop thing that flies. Yeah. Like, how did they get that? Did they just build it from the arrowhead? I don't know. They're going to get shot. You know what? Just do it already. Yeah, he all he cares is all they all both care about is promotions. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> they fight over. I want a promotion. No, you're not going to get us promoted. I refuse to get promoted. I do not want a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they fight inside the ATST. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's great. They put it together surprisingly quick. Mm-hmm. And, like, how do they know that, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a core component. Hopefully, I feel like there would be more just, like, popping it in. Like, they have to put pieces on top of it, probably. I don't know. Maybe not. It is oddly specific because <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> then you better build it. She's so brave. I'm just going to run at it. Uh, yeah, we know someone's uh, impressed. Well, there goes Smoochenbacher. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is it Valerian or, or, or Becky yeah. Smoochenbacher? You never know. That's the big question. The, you know, who will uh, Xander <laughs> She can't get us. <laughs> <laughs> Do she something. Can, she can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he shoots off his hat. It's amazing. Also, so true because they had the slits in the ATST. Why doesn't anybody ever fire through them? Well, there That's you go. Uh oh, possible certain doom. <laughs> <laughs> the the pickup scoop literally smacked the ATST. It's great.
It's like, let me just fly it right at it and jump out. <laughs> yep. Ugh. I swallowed half the desert. Oh, that's great. And I love how the ETST has like the ship now like attached to its face muzzle. I don't know what you call it. But <laughs> here we go. The big moment. The moment of truth. And we have contact. The music is so good. Mm. And even the lighting, like look at that lighting there. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I hope they put out a soundtrack. Uh-oh. Aww. Aww. Yay! Xander gets Xander to fly. Fre- Here we go. Yeah, it's only a two-person ship, which was surprising to me for some reason, but... Here we go. Oh, so cool. It does. Such a cool ship. Here it goes. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling you're going to meet it really quick. <laughs> I'm trying to learn that. I wish I weren't here right now. It's amazing. The blade. Give me the blade. That is the coolest thing. When the way the, it's just like it the lights, lights go to the front. Yeah. yeah. Oh! <laughs> Those guys are so lucky where it perfectly sliced the cabin in half. <laughs> I love this ship. <laughs> That was great too. It's like, I love the ship. I know. A little Han and Leia reference there. <laughs> Why do I even try? <laughs> I knew you'd see it my way someday. So good. Enter the arrowhead. We need a miracle. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Did somebody ask There's for There's so many rebel ships here, too, right now. Like, look at all those capital ships. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> what is kadu butter? Butter from a kadu? You know, the, oh, this the, is the a tall, great skinny moment. Yeah, this is cool. Like, they look like almost like giraffes. <laughs> I love how like that you see the blade effect go all the mm-hmm. way. Like the arc of the blade is almost like ninety degrees. <laughs> Dude, these, these things are big. Yep. <laughs> They're just sitting in the cockpit. But look going at, through look the at that. Star, middle look at of the that, Star Destroyer. Animation. Uh, that's such a great here. moment. Yeah. Well, the way it's like shot and everything, where there's like they they go into that star destroyer and then we oh, cut it. And oh, it's like she's silence. getting her money back. Yeah. <laughs> and like they're in the middle of that ship and there's just utter silence. 
almost. And it's like, this is big, isn't it? Yep. We have a good thought. Yep. It's just so, so well done. Comedic timing. And they're heroes. What's great about this is that Rowan has felt for so long like he hasn't had a place because everybody has something to do except for him. And he gets that moment where he, they're like, you did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cut my fleet to ribbons. <laughs> 12 and Which a half. Which is such a 12 and a half thing to do. Or 12 year old. Yeah. Like, can be like, no, I'm not, tw- I'm not 12. I'm 12 and a half. You know. Zippity zap zap zap. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, poor Palpatine. He's such a hard life having to be an iron fisted di- dictator. Uh, and they oh, get this medals. is cool. Mothma, mm-hmm. the red headed person who I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, who knows? He's a now flight. He's flight cadet. Whoa, hold your horses. Don't flight leader. Wow, he's a. Uh... He's a little getting a little ahead of himself. <laughs> With her frugality. <laughs> it's one of her strengths. Wow. Please oh, tell me you got a bulk deal. <laughs> wow, yeah, don't uh <laughs> not something you say when you just get an award. This is that's cool. I love how you got master builder just like Quarry. All the Lego clapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Roger doesn't get a just like Chewbacca. Roger does not get a medal. Yep. Oh, oh. It's so good, so good. I really enjoy these episodes. This is a lo- this is a show. This is a show that I'm waiting to see third season. I hope so. I hope they yeah, get one because so they I. definitely. Well, we're not there, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, do do you think they'll get a they'll get a third season? I'm. You know, it's the same. I feel the same way I felt after the first season. What is that noise? Hang on. Okay. I mean, they, they kind they... of. No, go ahead, William. Go ahead. No, uh, I, I was actually going to throw it to you, though. Yeah, I think they, they kind of start to. They wrap some things up, but not completely. And we'll get to this more in detail when we review that episode. But you're going to say Well, yeah, the, the last episode, I totally agree. But you know what? It, it depends on the story they want to tell. If they feel that there is more to the Freemaker adventures. Um, my, my big thing when it comes to these, this type of show. It fits within the Star Wars universe because, like I've I've so mentioned, the Lego humor within the Star Wars universe works. It does. And especially when it comes to Palpatine. I mean, you will not see Palpatine this way in any other show within the Star Wars universe. But it fits here because of the humor. I don't know if they can continue it on for, let's say, a different series because I think after a while it may just – it may get old to always see Palpatine this way, but within the universe, it works. But I think the comedy of it, the lightheartedness of it, and just the way the show is done, I'd like to see it continue. Because remember, they had the Yoda Chronicles, and they had the the specials, and they also have the Lego games. And the Lego games have some great humor. 
Yeah. And that's what I like do. about these. It's it's the humor that Lego brings that I'd really love to see it continue. Yeah, I agree. And what I what I was going to say is after the first season, I felt like, well, this was really fun. If they don't get another season, I'm sad, but I really enjoyed it. After mm-hmm. this one with the way they ended it, you know, obviously we're not there, but I'm kind of like this would be great if there's another season, but I'm okay with what I got. I agree the Lego games are amazing. They're some of my favorite games to play, and I don't really do a whole lot. I actually mostly mm-hmm. just play Lego Dimensions right now because mm-hmm. of all the humor. But they need to market the Freemaker Adventures more outside of just Lego product. And I think that would help it gain more ground. And definitely season two, I think more of fandom watched it. Mm-hmm. And they did a lot more interviews on podcasts and things like that. So I'm, fingers crossed because Bob Roth and Bill Motz are just two amazing guys with amazing brains to come up with the stuff they come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they are. They are. And I, I cannot wait to see. Um, I, I hope we get another another season for this. But you know, we've got a little bit more to go before we... Um, um, but before we, we, we find out about that, I think, yeah, um, we've got, we've got three more episodes after this. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, <clears throat> actually four, four more episodes, but, uh, in, in the meantime, uh, you know, I, th- I think we need to do our rating and I realized we actually didn't do the rating for the, uh, for the last, uh, Oh, that's right. Episode. We didn't do one so for Pit and Pinnacle. We're going to do both of our, our reviews, uh, at the same time. So, um, let's see, Tom, do you want to, you want to start with your review? I, I'm going to start. I, you know what? I'm going to make it blanket for both of them. I'm going to cheat here since we're basically doing. You know, no, 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 no. You gonna you gonna leave the womp rats out? No, no, no. I'm gonna I'm still gonna do the womp rats for each, but oh, I'm gonna give them okay. both. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna review Oof. both of them right now at the same time. So no, I'm just gonna go. I I love these shows. I'm giving this an eight point five. Actually, I'm giving the second one, the Arrowhead, nine point five because I love the ship. Um, and also Durpin and and the other guy are back. So gotta love the episode. <laughs> I I really love this show. I love the show because of the humor. I love the show because of the animation. You know me, I love looking at the animation and, and they make it work within the Lego environment. So 8.5 for the pit and the pinnacle, 9.5 for um, the flight of the arrowhead. My first 8.5 Womp Rats, I am going to, you know what? It actually wasn't Rowan using the force to get him up that, that big cavernous thing to, to meet the master and figure out how to create the Kaiba crystals. Right. It was actually the 8.5 Womp Rats that were somehow underneath each of those bricks. And they were the ones that were helping Rowan get across. And then my 9.5 Womp Rats, I'm going to let them be Durpin's pet left on the planet of Tatooine. Uh, not tattooing Jakku. So that's the that's what I'm doing with my Womp Rats. So 8.5 for um, the Pit and the Pinnacle and a 9.5 for the Flight of the Arrowhead. So Awesome. Yep. Teresa, do you want to go next? All right, let's see. So I think I'm going to give both of these episodes a 9. And just my real quick review, I think they were – they're both excellent. I think you should definitely watch these as a pair because yeah. always you oh, have agreed. to watch these together because they're essentially one giant episode. And I love that about them. 
And there's great character moments for every character in these episodes. And of course, Durpin and Plume Striker being back. But let's see. So for my nine Womp Rats for Pit in the Pinnacle, I'm going to say that we didn't see it on screen. It was in the commercial break. But they threw the nine Womp Rats at the Minox <laughs> to try to get them off of the ship. And then <laughs> in, in the flight of the Arrowhead, uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't. Well, I think it's in Flight of the Arrowhead where it's Roger with the pillow on his back, right? So yeah. those nine yes. Womprats are the stuffing inside of that pillow. <laughs> good one. Oh, that's a gosh. good one. Oh, that's great. That is great. <clears throat> um, okay, let's see. You know, what can I say that you guys haven't? These episodes are both really, really good. Uh, I thought they did a fantastic job. Um, I, I, I liked uh, um, the pit and the pinnacle because we got to, you know, go into this old Jedi Jedi temple and and see them uh, build the uh, uh, the the kyber crystal, which was which was great. And as as it turns out, um, you know, I think uh, I think I'm gonna give this. Well, as it turns out, I think the Womp Rats told. Um, uh, uh, Rowan, where sorry, I'm completely blinking. What I'm trying to do is figure out what the heck I'm going to do with my Womp Rats while I'm talking, and it's that's not working out very well. Uh, the the Womp Rats told Rowan uh where to go find the uh the planet. Actually, that's that's why Vader couldn't find the planet because he didn't have the Womp Rats on his side because his son was blasting Womp Rats in his T16 back home previously, uh, so they, they don't like uh, to tell. Yeah, got it. Um, I thought he didn't have a translator droid that actually spoke Womp Rat. Well, I mean, there's also that. Uh, okay. C-3PO's back on, on uh, you know, with the Rebels now. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give it, um, I think I'll give it, I'm going to give it eight Womp Rats for the first one. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, very well done. And then I'm going to give it uh, uh, nine Womp Rats in the second one. And, um you know, in this one, I think. Uh, oh man, this is this is tough. You know. Uh, so when uh, when they're going through that star destroyer, uh, what you didn't see was all of the womp rats just like running just ahead of the like they were trying so hard to keep up, just just ahead of the arrowhead uh, as it you know sliced through that star destroyer. And unfortunately, all the womp rats did die, but they were. You know, they were. You can imagine, like the arrowhead and the womp rats running right in front of it through the halls of the star destroyer as they tried to escape, and that was terrible. But I'm, I'm gonna stick with it. Okay. <laughs> hey, that works. That works. No, no, it didn't. It didn't at all. Well, when you know has what? any? You okay. know what? I'm just gonna. You know what? Actually, what's gonna happen? My Derpin and Plume Striker are just gonna take care of my my nine womp rats on Jakku. They've decided it's not worth doing anything anymore and they're just gonna get nine pet womp rats they're gonna be quick crazy womp rat soldiers and officers or not officers and they're gonna hang out in jakku for so ever. so they're gonna be womp rat farmers, not farmers. Have a womp rat farm because they have your nine and they have my nine and a half so technically they now have 18 and a half womp rats That's so true. they're gonna have to put themselves a farm together on jakku but like do womp rats multiply like bunnies? Maybe. Oh. 
I think on that note, family of wombats. I think on that note, coming up on the Iron Cannon podcast, (laughs) I don't know if we (laughs) want to go that far. We have Freemaker Adventures season two, episodes ten and eleven: A Perilous Rescue and Escape from Coruscant. So we'll we'll talk about those in our next episode. Uh, So stay tuned. you know, one more thing we forgot to mention uh, before we close out the show. Uh, we, we mentioned this on the last episode, but uh, since um, we, we realized that, you know, we, we had all these episodes of We Talk Clones uh, that we had done. And when we started Ion Can, we rebranded We Talk Clones Ion Can, and we reset the episode count back to one um, just so we could track how many number of episodes of Ion Can. But we realized, you know what? We have all this history with We Talk Clones, and it's the same show, right? We just changed the name over the last nine years that we wanted to you know, reincorporate all those episodes. So if you saw our episode number bu- jump up uh, this time from 100 to 229, that's because we added it back in all the original We Talk Clones episodes. So yeah, we're back up to episode uh, 229 now, which is pretty cool. And it shows closing in on around. 250. Hmm? Go ahead, Teresa. Oh, I was saying I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't we've... know why we did it the first time, but we figured once we had 100, we would change it back up again and, and go back to the correct, the real number. I and mean, hey, we... if, if Marvel and DC can do it, we can do it, right? Oh, why not? Why not? And we've been around for a long time, so why not? Exactly. So, Teresa, thank you so yeah. much for joining us on this episode. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys know I love we being have... here, so mm-hmm. even if I can't need... remember when I'm recording. <laughs> Ah, but you, you oh, made no. it anyway, so it doesn't matter. We're good with it. It's totally fine. So, yeah, thanks mm-hmm. for joining. Uh, I mean, you're you're a regular guest on the show, but do you want to tell people where they can find you? Yeah, just probably the best place is all social media networks. I am at Ice Cold Penguin, which people are trying to get me to change to Ice Cold Penguin. Oh, oh I mean, no. I got you. I got you a porg count. You are now at two. Uh, yes. We're at two. <laughs> two. Um, no, I'm, we not, I'm not, I'm not going to change it. it. I don't get I, it. No, I, I love them. It. I don't get it. Love them to death, it. but no. <laughs> no. I, I, I I'm with you. It. Don't don't change your name just for the porgs. Although I love no. the, I, I do love the porgs. I can't wait there to really be on screen it. for 10 seconds and that's it. That's I'm fully prepared. You, you know, they, it's, it's going to be like, you know, just, Mark just Cassidy. barely above Zuvio levels, constable yes. Zuvio levels. Like, <laughs> Except for the fact that all of their merchandise is selling, whereas I can still go buy Zuvio if I feel like it. Well, did anyone really care about Zuvio? <laughs> Somebody must. So. I don't know. Well, no, somebody He's does just like it this generic guy, kind of like Embo, uh, and that's about it. Um, sorry, all you Zuvio fans. Uh, sorry about that. Cause I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a big contingent of hardcore Zuvio fans out there who are just yelling at me right now. All I, two I, of you. I, I almost want to say all one of them. <laughs> all um, one of them. I, I was probably being generous with the two. Yeah, uh, I'm not a Zuvio hater. I just don't think Zuvio is anything special. <laughs> There's a reason why he was cut out of the film. Let's just be honest. I'd... Real talk. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk Star Wars. Yeah, so anyway, if you want to see what I'm doing, you can find me at Ice Cold Penguin on social media. And I have like five or six different podcasts that you could listen to if you're bored. So <laughs> Tell us what are what are these what are these podcasts? Yes, go ahead and plug. 
Plug away. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we talked about Disney Vault Talk already. Uh, well, I like to give a short little thing about what they are. So if you like Disney movies, we're reviewing all of the Disney movies in the animated canon. We're at Big Hero 6 right now. And then we're almost done with the animated canon right now. So we'll be moving to Pixar, which I'm really excited. And then Bookworms, Star Wars Bookworms is all Star Wars books and comics and all of that stuff. And then Fangirls Going Rogue is my show co-hosted by Trisha Barr and Sarah Woloski. And it's just, you know, our girl view on Star Wars, which sometimes does differ from the boy view. Not always, but sometimes. And Galactic Fashion is a Star Wars fashion podcast where we, well, it's all geek fashion, really, but I guess we focus mostly on Star Wars fashion. That's four, right? Oh, uh, Rebel Yell, which is a spinoff of Disney Vault Talk, is our Star Wars Rebels review show. We're in hiatus right now. We'll come back when the season starts on October 16th. 16th. Is that right, guys? Yes. Yes. And then the last one is called Fangirl Chat. This is one where we just get together, a bunch of girls and guys, actually, and just talk about geeky stuff. We haven't done one in a while. We usually wait for there to be something cool to talk about, so... Right now, we're kind of in a lull of things. Of cool things? No big movies, no big TV shows. Stranger Things 2 is coming, so we'll talk about that. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Awesome. Well, cool. Awesome. Very cool. Well, thanks again for joining us. And uh, everybody, yeah, check out your check out all of Teresa's great, excellent podcasts. And uh, yeah, you're, you're always welcome to come back on the show. You know we love having you on. <laughs> Yay. We'll do it when cool. Rebels comes out. Yes, yep. yes. Only a couple weeks. Well, we are a month away, actually, as we are recording this. One month away. So cannot, cannot wait. So looking forward to that. And also, for those listening to the show, please don't forget, go rate us on your favorite podcast uh, catcher, like iTunes or wherever we're at. And um, the more people we have review us on those, we get more listeners. So that would be greatly appreciated. So thanks for listening, guys, and we'll be back soon with our review of the, well, I was going to say the penultimate episodes, but it's not really. It's the third, fourth and third to last, because we're doing two at a time, but our, our second to last, our second to last episode of the Freemaker Adventures reviews for season two, so stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away, including Rebels, the sequel trilogy, spin-off films, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your reviews will help the show grow within the Star Wars fan community. You can visit our website, ioncannoncast.com, or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can also get in touch with us by emailing contact at ioncannoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any of their respective trademark or copyright holders. Any and all opinions expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans for fans and is copyright 2017.